Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to Virtual Show 71. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, it's hump day, brother. How's hump day been treating you? I'm a little tired. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I was just putting telling the chat. I um, We did our uh, money show so late last night, um, and I so I didn't go to bed till late. I thought, oh, man, my first stop's not till 11. My phone starts ringing early. My boss is like, oh, somehow we screwed up. You're supposed to be over at this stop right now. And so I had to rush over there. And I was starting to fall asleep at like 6.30. And I almost started making a pot of coffee. And I thought, no, man, I need to sleep. <laughs> if I drink coffee, I'm going to screw myself. I'm going to be looking at my walls all night. And uh, it felt so good when I started to fall asleep. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I remembered. And uh, other than that, I'm doing good. And uh I wanted to throw a shout out to Radio Runt and Mash Daddy starting the show off right with uh with a couple of donations, man. We haven't even been in had this this available uh possibility for less than 10 minutes, 20 minutes and uh already people are um wowing me with how much they love the show. So we appreciate it. Our first monetized live stream and uh much thank you to uh Mash Daddy. Did you say Radio Runt was the other one? Yep. Yep. Radio Rent coming through with the first ever Virtual Strangers Super Chat. Uh, we appreciate you both, not only for, uh, you know, the support through Super Chat as well as Patreon, but for, uh, you know, everything else you guys do. You guys are the best. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, uh, what was it? Technoglitch was just saying they were thanking the, the community for not one, but two copies of Gauntlet. Um, and that's awesome as well, man. People are, I know Spry guys spitting them out, handing them out like candy. So, yeah, yeah, I saw that in the uh, in the Discord there last night. He just picked some up just in case somebody else wanted to join in, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, and I almost did the same thing because they have like the four pack you can get from some websites for like 20, ba 20 bucks, right? Um, so you can bring three mm. friends with you. So, um, although. I'm the next time I go into Gauntlet, I'm gonna try it in Vorpex with uh, the um, immersive screen because Helix Vision and and its drivers, Nvidia drivers, man, it, it's causing some issues for me, Wes. Um, and I don't know what the deal is, man. It's like uh, I guess it's just doing the streaming and then trying to do that at the same time. It really kind of screws with OBS, and um, I I don't know what it is, but. Uh, I had a, a little bit of a hard time um, streaming last night because of uh, Helix Vision. And we got a couple more. Dave Station uh, throwing $2 out and ET2K uh, $5 as well. Um, actually, I guess. Yeah, Dave, Dave Station VR says tip train incoming. Toot, toot. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, I assume that you're. Uh, you're the conductor, not in the uh, caboose there. <laughs> and uh, we have ET2K9 now says, Congrats on the long awaited milestone well deserved and thanks a lot for that a lot of these kind words this week roots uh, uh you know similar sentiment um that that uh you know they they know how long we've been waiting how hard we've been working to uh, achieve this milestone and they know uh just how much it means to us yeah absolutely and delirium drew as well throwing out some uh some sparkly fireworks there we appreciate uh appreciate everything you know and and we will everything that we get from anything is going to go directly back into the channel whether it be for games or for upgrading the um intros or uh possibly getting uh hardware down the road um you know it's all going to go into the show so uh, we've already decided 100 and we 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 still to this day have not touched a dime 
of the uh, Patreon donation. So that's just been accruing this whole time. And uh, I think, yeah, what, what Roots here said just then is correct. I think our first big investment is going to go toward upgrading the aesthetic around here. We're going to uh, get some of those shiny bells and whistles that all the uh, bigger channels have so that uh, so that we look a little more professional. Yeah, I felt really inadequate the other day when Gamertag said, you man, you guys need an outro. And I thought, you know, we really do need an outro. And we've talked about it and it's coming as long as well as everything else. And uh, we appreciate you guys for sure. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Drew. Uh, thanks, ET2K9. Uh, Radio Run, Eric, all of you. Thank you very much. And thanks uh, for those who just showed up in the chat. You know, Techno Glitch showing up. Uh, as always, Hussein X with the Super Chat says, uh, how's it going, everyone? Great to see Super Chat is on at yeah. long last. Well, uh, th thanks for that. Uh, people eager to give tonight, Roots. Yeah, well, see, I'm always the same way. And I, I just think it's exciting. I see that little that little symbol below and and it's not even about the money it means we made it dude we got a thousand and uh um and to all you um all you people that are listening to the podcast on uh on the podcast form we are a youtube based show just throw that out right there right now we had somebody join the discord that didn't even really realize we were a youtube based uh show because of the um the website the way it's set up but uh uh, we appreciate all of you, um, especially the people that um, are out there as well, um, not watching it. So, yeah, this is uh, the Virtual Strangers Video VR podcast. And if uh, if uh, you're you're only listening uh, to the show and not watching it, you're missing out on the best part. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, you're growing a beard, huh? You're gonna get you're gonna grow a full beard. <laughs> look at my beard. I was just thinking what it's gonna look like when it gets down to mid chest because <laughs> it's out of control Wes it is wiry and curly and uh it is just a beast and I like it so yeah man it's awesome you're, you're gonna look like a mountain man soon like from the uh the the Rocky Mountains yeah ah, well that fits right <laughs> for sure but uh Slave Lays in chat uh hello sir Onakazi thanks for showing up friend traveling man 3775 hello hello uh some dude named roots in there saying a lot of stuff spry guy in the house and uh yeah looks like the uh the usual crew hanging out this late wednesday as we uh move into thursday talking some vr and um we're gonna talk a little co-op this week because uh you know roots and i had a couple of long awaited uh co-op sessions this week some some things we've been talking about doing for a long time uh we finally found time to do it huh yeah yeah it's actually been i don't know it shouldn't be that hard to get together but for some reason um even when we plan it something happens you oversleep i oversleep uh we miss each other somehow in comments and uh so we finally finally did it and uh, put a couple a couple nails in the, the coffin for a couple of these games as far as um just talk doing it you know like developers give us these games and then we you know we kind of need to, to talk about them right and so i'm kind of glad we're getting <laughs> that out of the way for sure well this this first one we're going to talk about I actually i think it was uh perfectly timed and i'm talking about crunch element uh crunch element was released in the early access a couple months ago and roots and i had access uh right as the game launched on the steam um 
before we went in together, I thought I should go in and take a peek at it myself. And I, I saw some issues with it. Again, day one jank, not an uncommon thing, especially when you're talking about independent VR games. So as we often do here, we'll either come on the air and uh, tell you how great something is, or we just won't talk about it at all, right? So like uh, this fell into the second category. I felt that there was going to be more work put into it. And thankfully, Roots, I was correct because upon revisiting this game last night with you, uh, a much different, much better experience than I had the first time around. Yeah, you were telling me like when you went in at first, like that there was no windows and doors and people were just piling out of the building, which is completely against everything that we saw, which is you got to breach these walls. And um, one of the things I learned right off the bat, Wes, is you kind of have to plan what you're doing um, because we started breaching walls and we ran out of explosions and we were kind of screwed. And it was like, oh God, we're not in yet. And um, I don't know what we're going to do. And there was no way to get around it because uh, you only have so many things, right? You can like change your loadout. And both of us had two bombs in there. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I'll, one thing I will say in this game is uh, get everything straight, get it all set up correctly. Make sure you're the right height. Um, cause I was floating super high and I <laughs> was had to do with my Oculus, uh, floor and I couldn't, I couldn't reach. I dropped my guns. I couldn't reach it. We left. What was that? Uh, some person that was randomly in our game, uh, Farola or for, I don't know. She was wondering what the hell's going on. Um, so I don't know. It was definitely, uh, it was definitely a learning experience, but once we got everything set up properly, uh, it seemed like it ran pretty smoothly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I just want to really quickly, uh, Send a thank you out to Jim Hall, donating $5 via Super Chat. Thanks, friend. Um, yeah, so when I uh, initially tried out Crunch Element, there were doors and windows. Uh, the difference being, last night when we went, all the doors and windows were boarded over. So you couldn't see inside. You couldn't get inside without blasting your way through a wall. And for those of you who have never seen Crunch Element or heard of it, uh, that's the name of the game here. It's a roguelite. Uh, these compounds are procedurally generated and you with up to three teammates, uh, you know, a party of four can go in and you, you come armed with different firearms and explosives. Uh, and the idea is you got to breach the wall, get in, take out the enemies and disarm a bomb. That's, that's the game. You disarm the bomb, you defend, you get out of there and you win. Uh, when I first came in, there were doors and windows, but they weren't boarded up. So all I really had to do, again, playing by myself, I had a long range walk rifle and I would just find a high point outside the walls, wait for the enemies to come out the doors and then just start picking them off one by one. And I would take out 90% of the enemies that way. And uh, after they quit coming outside, there might be two or three left in the building. I would just go in and kill them and disarm the bomb. Uh, not the case last night. Uh, upon uh, visiting the, the new compound, I, obviously uh, a lot of updates have come since the last time I played because the game looked better, it sounded better, uh, a lot of upgrades. But uh, the doors and windows were all boarded over, like all of them. Like it kind of made you wonder how they planned on getting out. But uh, literally yeah. every door and window was boarded over. And um, you set your charge out in your home base before you visit these compounds. And uh, you can bring either one or two explosive charges. I had one, 
roots happen to have two um and you just kind of strategically attack and uh search rooms clear out enemies until you find the bomb um not easy uh we we died a few times before we uh before we were successful right yeah we kind of had to get the 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 hint of it man if those guys see you they shoot you pretty fast um we found out that you can also shoot yourself because when we had to restart it we're like well how do we do this we just killed ourselves um but yeah those uh, it's kind of weird i feel like because you said the ai wasn't the brightest and i feel like they're working on the ai and i would suggest that they work on it a little bit more it seems like they're really i kind of it kind of reminded me of the the bots in uh population one like super super deadly but um not not the brightest at every at moment and there was this weirdness Wes, and i told you i don't know if you ever saw it and i wish i would have had the camera on our money show as well because i was shooting these guys like there'd be like five or six guys in there and they would literally fall over like they were like a like one of those things that you punched and it goes down and pops back up they would like lean over and then pop back up and they were like if i was aiming they, they were like moving around doing weird stuff <laughs> they had uh matrix abilities right yeah i was like <laughs> what is going on um but for the most part i felt like they were very um and they weren't slouch and you kind of really needed to find out where they were at because if you run into a room or you even get within sight of a room they're gonna nail you dude and you're gonna like you have you can't just be running around there blindly through hallways you need to take every corner um properly and make sure nothing's there um so i feel like it was kind of a mix as far as the ai intelligence but um that would be one thing that if i was making suggestions to the devs because this is an early access and um they are constantly working on this um and just from what you said just from the time you played it the first time to today or last night it was night and day and i'm hoping the next time i go into it it'll be even more night and day because i really had a lot of fun and i think that if we could get the ai perfect um with four people this would be a really cool thing and that's one of the things i want to do throw out to the patreons or anybody that's uh wants to play with me and wes at some time um maybe do uh i guess it's on viveport infinity right so if you have viveport infinity it's free uh, absolutely so. and uh it, you know in that line of thinking uh vr spry guy says he's downloading it now oh, nice. and uh mash daddy says that uh he's willing to jump into it at some point this week as well so roots and i were talking about maybe going back into it to see if the difficulty scales with more people so uh yeah definitely uh you know let us know in the discord when you guys are going in maybe we'll be around maybe we want to go in with you another thing too and i don't know if this is something that was just us or not um or we kind of theorized we weren't sure what the deal was but like we had to go into discord to talk because there was no no t communication like we i found wes's yeah. game um which we had to do public as well i wish that we could invite from private because that's how we ended up with fiora uh and now we're like oh, what do we do well thank god we can't talk to this person because we're gonna have a discussion um but uh it'd be one of those things that i think you need to communicate and not everybody's gonna have access to discord and maybe it's something that we just miss wes and i the hell dude we could have shot through doors are you kidding me or, or the wood we never even did you ever try that no dude, we shot everything except for that i think yeah i just assumed we had to breach everything so maybe we're stupid we should have just been shooting through stuff as well saw somebody that Makes guy sense. using a grenade as well so yeah yeah that that was my uh well no i had like another gun as my like you have two primary weapons and two secondary weapons 
the primary weapons being guns and the secondary weapons being explosives. But there's also this other kind of gun that you can get as a secondary weapon. So I had like three guns and one wall charge uh, until I changed my loadout. Um, now, uh, what you're saying here is absolutely true. Communication is key in a game like this. And I did find it odd that there was no in-game chat. Uh, so if I had to give any um, constructive criticism to the developers here, I would say maybe work on getting some in-game chat. Um, also, the other thing Roots mentioned, the uh, private uh, private sessions. I could not figure out how to uh, invite people into a private session. I was forced into making a public session so I could play with Roots because it wasn't obvious how you put together a private session. So either uh, either that needs work or at the very least it needs to be more clear to the uh, to the user because I just I didn't see any way for it to happen. Uh, I mean Roots was on my Steam friends list. He didn't see the session and there was no invite feature. So uh, again, we just had to go public with it. Mm. And um, I mean, besides that, I mean, you mentioned that the AI could use some improvement. I agree with that, but it is night and day better than it was the first time I was in there. And uh, I checked these guys out on Twitter today and uh, they were showing off some new procedurally generated environments. Ooh. And uh, apparently these uh, compounds are going to be well expanded in the very near future. We're going to have more than one building uh, going forward to, uh, to uh, search. It's not just going to be the one spot all the time and very different, very good looking uh, environments too, instead of just always the desert like it is now. You know what would be cool, Wes? Um, another mode that's not the bomb diffusing, like maybe you go in and you rescue a hostage and now you got to get out with the hostage, um, keep them alive at the same time as uh, everything else. Now uh, Ruth is remaking the game here. Um, <laughs> even if that doesn't happen, I just think that would be cool. Uh, but uh, I really was impressed with this game in that respect. It was definitely, everything seemed pretty good, and um, I definitely want to get back into it and play it again. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, uh, disarm a bomb, find a hostage, all, that's all the same to me. I would like to see larger, more sprawling compounds. I'd like, I'd like something big enough that it takes me 20 minutes to find it you know what i mean something i really have to work my way through the i think multiple buildings would be a good um a good place to start with that and i would even go so far as to say that maybe you need to achieve some kind of objective in the first building to even be able to access the second building maybe maybe the first building is kind of a security area that unlocks the other buildings something to that that uh something in along that line of thinking to add layers to uh the objective other than you know just you know breach kill disarm and leave uh a adding layers will add complexity and diversity to the gameplay and um ultimately lead to more replayability which is you know really the the main goal of a game like this is uh, making something that people want to come back to time and time again with their friends how cool would it be if you had teams going up against each other in a situation like this 
where you like you just both started in different start sides of the complex and you had to find each other and destroy each other i know it's a different totally different thing but um there's just so many there's a lot of possibilities or, of things they could do with this game on top of what it is right or you could race right i mean you wouldn't have to kill each other but there, like it could be a race to the bomb that's true you know? that's true uh duck duck dive dodge joining the chat hello friend um but yeah what you're saying is absolutely true um what do you think about the guns roots i you know this is from a uh an artistic standpoint uh a relatively simple art style it's that same kind of blocky art that you see in in games like minecraft or just in time incorporated but uh, I would give it like maybe a step up from that because uh, it wasn't as blocky and low res as those aforementioned games and really, really good lighting in this game as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the guns, um, you even mentioned it right off the bat. You said, oh, Cyan will love these because it actually has kickback. You know, you could uh, you could feel it or at least, it, you know, the gun kicked back. So. Um, yeah, they were good. And uh, although it did take us a minute to figure out how to reload, um, just because, I, or at least me, I couldn't figure out how to grab that thing once I figured it out and reloaded, we were good. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I thought the guns were good. I haven't didn't change, try all of them, though. I know you were uh, big on changing the loadout, and I just said, I'm just going to go with whatever loadout it was. It was already 1230. Yeah, yeah they give you up to three different loadouts that you can have prepared so that you don't have to constantly be scrolling through guns in the compound. Uh, or, or the home base rather and uh, i haven't tried all of them but the ones i have tried uh felt and sounded very good like uh as you mentioned proper recoil when you fire the weapon uh which isn't the biggest deal to me but people like scion uh are really uh you know particular about that sort of thing uh they look very good despite the art style i think the guns looked really good and the sights the sights were really nice on them as well yeah absolutely yeah it was definitely uh definitely good guns a little spooky when those guys come flying in there in your face i there's sometimes wes when there would be like six or seven guys coming in on me and i'm like i don't know what the hell to go do and that's usually when i ended up dying too many you know people. uh you know who loves it when six or seven guys <laughs> come on them my, oh, my lord man i did not know that <laughs> how long do you think it's going to take for us to uh lose our certification with the uh the algorithm here? I, well i'll tell you what as long as we stay out of politics i think we're okay i think that's where they really really want to crack down on people and uh, this isn't yeah, a pol sure. political show so uh, we're we're in luck west we can totally avoid all of that awesome awesome uh so what do you think roots it's um it's 20 bucks uh steam early access and i can't emphasize that enough this is a a game that was newly released in the early access um but it's 20 bucks on steam what do you think about it as it stands uh i don't know i mean it's 20 bucks is not that much i mean obviously it's it's got a lot to it um you know i think when it's all said and done 20 bucks will probably be a steal uh you know i'm always inclined to want to pay less for something but uh um no, I think it's a pretty fair price. Yeah, I would say uh, based on the fact that it is an early access title and the developers have been very active about uh, upgrading it and are, are obviously in the process of upgrading it even further, I think that this game is well on its way to becoming a $20 title. Uh, I think if it were a finished product as it is, 
it's something that you're going to play once or twice and then you know you might not go back to it but uh i think that it's going to end up uh being a steal at twenty dollars based on the uh, updates that they've already given it based on the updates that we know that are coming and uh and it's a good concept it's a solid concept for a game i mean gamer chick uh said it all earlier when she said that this is a game whose concept is ahead of its time yeah, yeah. like i like i could see a, a sequel to this game being a big hit right when the tech catches up to the concept yeah yeah absolutely and uh, gamer chick was asking if uh the shadows added any kind of um strategicness or strategic um roles as far as with i i'm assuming the shadows of the enemies i never really even paid attention to them but i would imagine that could could help if you saw the shadow coming around a corner or something right yeah i mean it's it's not the um it's not the biggest you know it doesn't have the biggest impact on the gameplay but you do have to be careful and the good thing about it is the game does have solid 3d audio so when you you're in the uh vicinity of an enemy you do hear them now this is kind of maybe a flaw with the ai they all kind of jog in place even when they're standing still they're running in place and uh they make noise when they do that so you can kind of hear them even when they're standing still um but yeah i mean i suppose if they weren't doing that uh a shadow if you hit the lighting just in the right way a shadow could be a good tell to uh, see one hiding around the corner and to be fair who doesn't run in place right like that's pretty much what a standard for 2021 right that is a little weird i don't know if um that they, they probably should stop that and it's kind of funny i, I didn't even think of it from a uh, developer <laughs> tiffany's thinking of it from a, a developer standpoint she said if there's no reason for it they should eliminate them so they can have the bandwidth for something up for other stuff um and that's maybe a possibility it is cool to see shadows like that but um maybe it doesn't need to be there i don't know yeah i mean if it's got a high overhead then maybe not but i i, I like good lighting and shadow effects i think it uh, especially uh you know in terms of a vr game it's little stuff like that that really adds to immersion and uh i mean you, you can kind of see it with where flat games are going right now the ray tracing is all the rage and basically what ray tracing does is it adds these kind of you know uh real-time shadows and reflections uh i mean there, of course there's other things that ray tracing can be used for as well but uh the, the name of the game is to increase immersion and uh you know again i'm a layman i'm not a developer i don't know how much overhead that takes uh to uh to have this in your game but uh, if it's not too computationally costful uh, i like it and i like it when games implement stuff like they that. they did have a lot of settings right like they had um you had fast faster like i mean it all went to like there was like seven or eight graphical settings so you could turn it down and up so uh there's a lot of that as well that might actually yeah, it was kind of like half-life alex though where you turned it down and it really didn't uh look all that much different now i could tell a difference performance wise because i did play this on my g2 and i was recording you know when, when i was playing with roots by the way uh we did a money show in crunch element and uh i'll be publishing that if not tonight early in the morning so uh those of you who are uh, patreon contributors be on the lookout for that we've got a whole good episode of the uh, 
of uh, the Money Show coming out, and uh, I'm not just saying that, Roots. I thought we did a pretty good episode last Yeah, time. yeah, we had actually had a good discussion. You know, it was uh, like I everything that we try to do with the Money Show. Um, you almost forgot we were playing. I was just sitting there talking about it, you know, just doing everything as we went. So it was definitely good. Yeah, we t- we uh, well, we talked about uh, gave our take on this whole Oculus Quest three thing that seems to be the uh, hot topic of the week. Uh, we talked a little bit about App Lab, but not uh, not from the uh, viewpoint that we're coming on the day show. I kind of gave a different perspective to App Lab, and and we uh, we we discussed that a little bit. And uh, what else? We had another topic or two, even on top of that. Yeah. Talked about Stride a little bit, right? Yeah. Coming to PSVR. Yeah, Stride, man. I still don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> anyway uh, a handful of good topics really good conversation all framed up nicely in the uh the world of crunch elements so patrons be on the lookout that will be dropping within the next 24 hours yeah absolutely and we are that is one of our new year's or at least mine is to make sure we make more time for those money shows because i like the conversation i like to get to play with wes and i like to reward the patrons for for doing what you do you know because when it's all said and done um all of our upgrades to the show are going to be 100 percent paid by the patrons and uh, and the super chats now so we really appreciate it uh gamer chick says i think the next quest is 24 months away uh i tend to think that you're correct or, or you know r- roughly two years away i don't think we're seeing anything this year no and we'll just leave it at that yeah um but anyway uh Crunch element, uh, definitely worth uh, a play, especially if you've got Viport Infinity. It's worth a download. Just be sure you bring a friend and be sure that uh, that you guys log into the Discord and use our voice chat. We have a whole lineup of voice channels for people to use as, they, uh, as they're playing their multiplayer games. You're going to need it here. So uh, be sure that you get some friends. Be sure that you uh, link up on Discord and uh, have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, let's talk about our other co-op experience we had this week, Roots. This one, not so much a surprise to our viewers because we did a gameplay that I published on the channel just yesterday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is the gameplay right here. And uh, um, this was definitely uh, an eye-opener for me as well. I guess you were telling me this is uh, a, a Go original, right? It was on the, or was it on the gear? It was one, one of the original ones, right? Yeah, this is this is an Oculus Go game. It might have even been a Gear game. Now that you mention it, but uh, yeah, this game originated as a Three Degrees of Freedom, uh, you know, gaze-based uh, zombie shooter. And with the uh, onset of the Oculus Quest platform, uh, our friend Roman at Dream Dev Studios took it upon himself to uh upgrade his game and boy has he upgraded it uh he's still upgrading it and the game continues to get better and better and better with time i mean there's it's already had two or three major updates in the time that i've had it in my library yeah yeah it was definitely definitely cool what we played of it anyway was cool and um i don't know i didn't expect it to be as good as it was Uh, it's kind of like a mix between what arizona sunshine and um uh killing four yeah 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 that's what it felt like it felt like um it felt like the tripwire interactive decided that they were going to make an arizona sunshine it's kind of what it feels like 
but it's cool because it's completely standalone. This is a Quest exclusive. You can't play this on PC. And uh, I mean, you know, immediately when you say that, people look straight to the visuals and audio, right? And I felt that it was pretty solid from that standpoint. Yeah, there's going to be the haters out there. Oh, it's Quest only? Well, forget it. I'm out. Um, but no, I actually thought it was really good. And um, it was definitely fun. And uh, we didn't get that. We only went, I, I don't know, I guess somehow we went, we didn't get very far in level one and something, somehow we skipped it or something. I still don't know what happened. Well, yeah, we, our connection dropped. Like, oh, uh, and you can see it in the video too, because like the way it cuts into a loading screen was rather abrupt. And uh, I thought that it dropped and I was like, shit. And then it didn't drop. And I was like, oh, it's not dropping. It's just loading. And then it actually did drop right after that. And uh, when we came back, we didn't go back into the section one. We went straight into sector two, uh, which was cool because, uh, you know, the uh, the challenge ramped up nicely. We got new access to new weapons. And uh, much like the last game, pretty good arsenal that you have here to choose from. Yeah, yeah. We were starting to get to the good stuff, man. We had some uh, machine guns we were getting. Wes, of course, he had already been through some of it, so he already knew a lot about all these uh, secret stuff. And um, I don't know. It was, uh, it was. I didn't get to use the shotgun because I chose not to because you can only take one of the one big gun and two small guns. Um, and then Wes grabbed the really good revolver before I could do it. So um, I was kind of gimped out of that one as well. Um, I felt like I felt... Oh, you ended up with it. You ended up with <laughs> it. I gave it to you. Yeah, it was good. It was good times. But uh, Traveling Man 3775, uh, sharing some uh, knowledge here. He says you can go in some of the vents to find hidden rooms and get collectibles. Really? I actually asked Wes about that. I said, can I go in this wet vent? And he said, no, it's just where they come out of. But I guess you must have tried one or two of them, and it just didn't work. So, you know, why try all of them? Which is weird because Wes is usually will try every, you know, you're looking at every nook and cranny, right? But um, then again, I was there to hold you back. We're doing that probably <laughs> no i've tried a couple of them and when it didn't work i just assumed you know because that's where the zombies come from uh i just assumed it was like arizona sunshine you know arizona sunshine always has these little cracks and crevices in the uh in the mountainside that these zombies just slide through but you can't go in them it's just a way for them to make sense of the uh zombies spawning that's kind of what i thought these uh vents and ductwork were but uh, apparently i was wrong that was one thing that i was impressed with man it was like i it, you'd get going and all of a sudden it just seemed like they were everywhere you turn around and get somebody's on me i'm like get the hell off me you know um you just every time i turn around somebody else was in my face and then they had the ones that were spitting acid stuff at you and uh it was really cool i'm assuming that the enemies got even more elaborate by level four uh we didn't never got that far but uh it was definitely cool yeah, they definitely ramp up, especially some of like the bigger mini boss type uh, enemies uh, are, are really cool and they're not always the easiest to take down. Um, Gamer Chick says, What I hear is that Wes was cheating, Roots. <laughs> and uh, I would just have you watch the video because while it's true, I found that uh, pistol uh, before Roots did. Uh, Roots pretty much found everything else and. Uh, and kept it before i did so uh he definitely didn't get the short end of the stick when it comes to this arsenal uh, i had a lot of ammo too i was grabbing all the ammo for for a while there and wes is like i don't have any ammo i felt like we were back in the forest and i was eating your food 
um because you were running low on ammo and i was still grabbing it you know so that's fun right yeah you got to keep up with roots if you play any kind of these co-op games with him uh he doesn't take his time he's uh he's a, a sprinter he he just goes for it he can't stand still like even like uh in like the lobbies and stuff he's constantly just jumping around. everywhere that's yeah. true that is true and that's what, was what i thought was pretty cool they had a jump button was on this and every game should have a jump button as well as um they had climbing and you had to jump across scaffolds and stuff i wasn't expecting it to be as detailed especially coming from a uh the go or or gear and the go either one uh the sixth off i would have never guessed it was not uh made that way you know what i mean if you hadn't told me hey this was this way before i just would have assumed it was a game that was made with sixth off uh they did a really good job converting this over to uh the quest too um, yeah the climbing actually a pretty integral part of what you're doing here because the uh you know most maps in these style of games are uh horizontal maps you're working your way through like a ranch style compound uh but this is more like an underground silo type thing where you're uh you're you're, you're working your way up and down through it like you're climbing and descending uh through this thing uh to try to escape you're kind of like in a uh like a fallout shelter type place it seems and uh you don't know who you are you don't know how you got there but this jerk on the uh security system uh who pretends to be your friend is your friend your friend on the security system uh kind of talks you through and uh and gives you little bits of the story in between each level you know what was funny wes was um watching you uh fall a couple times and i'd have to come and resurrect because <laughs> you the, the scaffolding like i said if you fall you'll die and then you can resurrect your friend but um, you got to go back down there and you got to hold their hand for a couple seconds and then they get back up. I did feel a little awkward holding your hand, but I knew it was just virtual. So I thought we'd be okay. Um, but it was, yeah, cool. that, that was, it was really funny. Uh, I watched the video back today of it. It was actually quite comical because I like, I think I fell in almost every gap that we had to jump in throughout the entire game. Well, see, now let me let you in on a little inside secret about roots while I was waiting for you um, to get in and stuff, I was literally, like you said, running around, but I was running and jumping and I was practicing all my like long distance jumps. And uh, so when I got to those scaffolds, I was just like, oh, jump. And um, and I don't think you had that little bit of practice. And so, yeah, you ended up falling because you didn't couldn't gauge it as well as me because I had done it several times. I was jumping over that barrier back and forth. It was pretty cool. Well, actually... Uh... The, the first couple of times I fell, I just was pressing the wrong button. I wasn't oh. even jumping. I was just walking into the hole. Oh, and the last time that I fell, uh, I didn't, I was climbing and I didn't have my grip apparently. And uh, I just, uh, it just made me fall. I did, instead of grabbing the thing my hand was on, it just went through it and I fell right back down. Oh, wow. Well, this is definitely, uh, definitely, uh, um, in my opinion, if you have a quest too, it's definitely it was a must play. If you like zombie games, if you're like uh, Radio Runt or um, Scion, stay away from it. And because uh, it's zombies and it's horror and you're not going to like it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah my daughter, my uh, my 13-year-old daughter looked at this and was just like, how could anybody be scared of this? They're so cartoony looking. 
uh, and I wanted to kind of throw Sion under the bus there, but I uh, I didn't. I decided to wait until wait <laughs> to until now. the show to do yeah, that. Yeah, good choice, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. But when you're in there in the headset, it's different, right? And like Sion always says, uh, it's it's the sleeping hours that are the problem, not the waking hours. So right, right. No, it's uh, it certainly can get tense. Uh, what do you think, Roots? I mean, there's no music to speak of in this game. It's all just sound effects. Do you think that that adds to the tension or uh, or, or takes away from it? Uh, it? Probably adds to it. I mean, I know there's music when you play single, but they didn't. I guess they didn't have the. Uh, we were mentioning how there was no music, right, for for the co-op. So yeah, I couldn't remember if there was music in the single player or not, but. Uh, uh, for sure i mean there was no music when we played but uh the sound effects were you know they were really loud uh you know not only from the zombies and the other enemies that you encounter but the guns as well i mean like especially when you get some of the bigger guns they're very loud yeah yeah well i mean it's realistic you're in a small little confined area uh, those guns would be super super loud um you know what i mean but uh yeah Definitely. Ona said, "Did she say the same after she tried it in headset? Uh, no, she had. She did not try this game in the headset. But let me tell you, uh, she wouldn't be phased by it. We we beat Arizona Sunshine together. We beat Killing Floor together. Uh, this game's not going to phase her for a second. Walking Dead, she's probably beaten as well. All right. She hasn't. I think maybe she played it one time. Mm. She hasn't really played Saints and Sinners that much. Oh wow. Well." I think that's blasphemous. Tiffany needs to scold her. She likes to play co-op. I mean, it's just oh, like it's that's true. It's that simple. Uh, so, I mean, if we had co-op in Saints and Sinners, I'm sure she would be glad to play it. Tiffany, I would love to see co-op in Saints and Sinners. I, I would love to see the campaign, full campaign. Uh, I know we say this every time um every show <laughs> every show well you know think about all the money shows we could be doing we could be doing it with that game as well but it definitely does increase any game um makes it better being in there with a friend and uh yeah this is no different yeah certainly the case here very much the case with crunch element like that made a big difference in that game having uh having someone in there with me uh but solid solid game here this, now unlike the last game uh i don't think it's any question here roots this is a 20 dollar price tag on this one as well you think it's worth it oh yeah this is and w what we were saying there actually i think you said it when we were playing it there's not many games like this if any um on the oculus quest right like you've got other games on other s systems but uh um there's not many so well you've got uh you've got Arizona. a couple but yeah. not but it's not like pc and, and like playstation uh, of course you have arizona sunshine i mean everyone knows that one and it, this is kind of the case where I, I wouldn't say that this game is better than arizona sunshine but it is a little different and if you're like me and you've played arizona sunshine through a million times and you want something else to go to uh, i think this is where you go right yeah yeah absolutely i don't think 20 bucks is too expensive at all there's also another one, uh, another zombie shooter on Quest. It's uh, a little more arcadey, and uh, it's got co-op as well. Drop, I just haven't tried that drop one. Drop Dead or something or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drop Dead Dual Strike Edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually almost picked that up a couple times. 
um just because it, yeah. it people say it's good so yeah well maybe we uh maybe we do another uh comparison episode one day soon we try to get uh all this stuff and uh and back to back it yep sounds good but uh yeah uh, 20 dollars no brainer here i think that uh even though this game much like crunch element is a work in progress uh it's much further along it's been around a lot longer it's had a lot more uh love put into it and i think as it stands right now uh this game is worth 20 dollars all day long yeah absolutely anyway uh i think it's going to wrap up our our co-op discussion but wasn't all that we played this week right yeah no and uh actually i would love to play this next game in co-op as well that would be cool right (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely yes uh roots and i uh decided after the show on uh sunday that we really needed to get a little bit more time in Vin VR adventure to really just see what this 1.2 and now 1.3 update is all about. Because, uh, you know, while a lot of these, well, a lot of, a lot of these updates that they outlined are certainly going to be welcome quality of life upgrades. Um, there was one particular line that had us a bit concerned and uh, that line referred to uh, level redesign and uh, level redesign with the intention and purpose of making the game easier. And uh, that put a little fear in my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me ask you this, and I didn't have the, the, the cones to do it, but did you put it, um, did you, when you played it, because I'm assuming you started it back over. That's what I did. Did you start it on um, the hard mode? Uh, to see, I mean, because I just I put it on normal because I was like, man, I mean, it, it's already hard. <laughs> yeah, you know who loves it when it's already hard. <laughs> My mom. Oh, she does. I did know that. Uh, now I kept it on normal. I, I I wanted to get as close to an A B comparison as I possibly could, so I just left it on normal difficulty level. I made sure snap turns were enabled. And I went into the most recent level that I played, uh, which, you know, uh, was the level that I did two videos on, on, uh, on my channel already on my, my gameplay channel, lethal weasel VR, uh, link is in the uh, description below, but, uh, I did two videos from this one level already. The first video was me playing through most of the level and then ultimately failing the second video was me playing completely through the level successfully. And uh, today, right before the show, I revisited that same level because it's the freshest in my mind. And uh, any changes I knew I would immediately recognize. Was that the port level or which level was that? Because I, I... It was a bad, uh, bad day for a barbecue or oh, something like God. that. Oh, God. Yeah, one is a bad day for a barbecue. I, I just played the first two levels. Um and uh just again just to to get acclimated with it and see how like um all the tutorials there are a lot of tutorials right off the bat trying to as you're going running up to stuff it's very explicit stops you and has a description of what to do for that specific type of ground pound or whatever um so there's no confusion for the people that um got lost right off the bat somehow 
but uh and then um i also noticed that it was um it didn't i didn't notice any i mean i noticed i i felt like there had to have been some places where it wasn't as far it was kind of not far away anymore but i it didn't seem to affect the gameplay for me at all i don't know maybe it did for you i mean you said you just played through that one level three times uh what were your thoughts on um on any of the changes in that respect well i did notice changes i noticed them right off the bat and um i mean some of them uh were as simple as redesigning areas to make it where the the runes weren't as hidden like uh there were areas where before there would be runes behind a tree or something something you would get past and have to turn around to see it and go back after it uh now just right out in the open and i didn't mind that so much um another big change for me actually in my opinion made the game more difficult and that was the frogs uh we talked about the frogs on our episode sunday and uh the frogs were a bit difficult to deal with the first time uh because you had to attack them a certain way to dispatch them and uh that's gone now roots if uh, what they say is to be believed you can't kill the frogs anymore the frogs are just something that you have to uh, avoid and there are more than one spot in this game that uh, these frogs are just right in your damn way so you kind of have to time your way around them like any other obstacle in the game uh, and there was more than a, a couple of times that i ended up dying on today's playthrough just because I was trying to get around those frogs. I bet I died 10 times because of those things. Wow. Uh, what do you think about those frogs? They're your friend? <laughs> You're like the son <laughs> of a bitches. Yeah, there was a couple of times I got really frustrated with it because uh, it seemed, um, I said, it was like you had to make pixel perfect jumps to get through to a couple of these areas. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, I'm not, haven't been there yet, but that sounds, that's music to my ears. Uh, we kind of want it to be hard, right? Um, I guess it, eventually you'll probably just like everything else, you'll be, you know, ballet tiptoeing around all those frogs, no problem, because you've done it so many times. But uh, just one of those things that you get better at, I'm assuming. Now, how about the camera moving and stuff? Uh, I mean, I noticed that there wasn't really any faraway spots for me, but I, I, I couldn't remember if they were in the first two levels or not. But I have to imagine that there was a couple of spots that were a little bit more farther away than um are now with the uh the new camera angles well they didn't they didn't really change the camera trajectory or the camera placement at all what they've done is they've uh changed the level to bring the level closer to the camera that hmm. is not so much that they move the camera closer to the action but they've changed the level to bring the action closer to the camera and um through the first say 80 percent of the level uh, I noticed quite a few changes, and uh, they were all very minor things that uh, I felt either uh, didn't really affect the game very much at all or improved it even a little bit. Like I said, the frogs made it a little bit more difficult, and there was another spot in the level where you had two, uh, two different... Um, uh, platform cycles that were moving in a circular direction uh, and I died a bunch of times at this thing the first time I played through the level uh, because there was a particular jump 
that was very difficult to make with the timing and the way the platforms lined up. Um, it was almost unfair because you could know exactly what to do. And it was just so hard to do it just right. Uh, they fixed that and they made it now where the platforms line up perfectly and it's much easier to do. And I didn't mind that so much because like I said, I almost felt like it was unfair the way they had it before. Mm. So playing through uh, most of the level, I felt good about it. I felt like the changes that they made uh, were much needed changes. And uh, the, uh, the gameplay remained pretty much intact, the same game that it always was. Oh. And then, and then I got to the part where my first video of the level ended the part where I lost all of my lives. Um, and it's this part where one of the little Ikai guys are off on this faraway Island and you have to hop across these three moving platforms to get to the Island. And they're not just regular moving platforms. They're moving very fast and they're trampoline platforms. So when you land on them, it shoots you way up in the air as it's moving really quickly. You had to make your way across three of those to get to the Ikai. And plus there's a bunch of runes there that obviously I have to collect. That was so tough uh, the first time that I played it. It was so tough, in fact, that I got game over trying to get all those runes. Um, this was a big change in this level. Uh, it, it was... Uh, it was a little too much, in my opinion, the the, uh, the way they redesigned this area. They brought the island a lot closer to the camera. The, so now it's only two platforms instead of three, and they're moving much more slowly than they were before. And uh, I had absolutely no trouble making it across that. It took me, I think, like, I think I did it on the second try. I was over there and back, no problem. Uh, I felt like that was a little too much. Um, so, I mean, that's basically the, my experience. Most all of it was perfectly done in an improvement on the original, but that one spot, uh, I felt they had a little bit of a, a heavy hand and maybe, uh, maybe nerfed it just a little too much. Yeah. So that would tell me there's probably half a dozen spots throughout the game that are going to be like that. Uh, cause it, you know, that's not the only really crazy spot like that i know that i've ran into on different levels um but you know my experience and from what you're saying overall um kind of i guess is just reiterating that the devs know what they're doing um you know they did create this game they created an amazing game um phenomenal as far as what virtual stranger says and uh, in the trailer and um it uh you know every most of what they changed made it easier or better i guess in the uh, most ways and then i guess you know we're two people you know there's two people out of you know tens of thousands of people that are going to end up buying this game and playing through it and uh and maybe it was just too it, it it's too hard for the average person in 2021 you know we we do have a lot of cupcakes in the world right now wes and uh <laughs> yeah that, that that's absolutely true and i and i'll say this uh, I didn't experience anything uh, playing through this level that would have me change my review of the game whatsoever. Uh, it's still very challenging. It's not an easy game on normal difficulty. Mm. Uh, it's, it's quite challenging. Um, obviously, I'll have to play through the rest of the levels 
to, to have a final opinion on it. But uh, I, I stand now where I stood before. This is one of the best, if not the best platformer in VR. And uh, I think it's a must own for everyone who loves this type of game. Yeah, absolutely. And I was kind of glad I went back in and played some today because now I want to go. It's re reinvigorated me. I want to I want to finish this game, Wes. And uh, um, I'm going to be doing it soon. I might be streaming it, you know, just just for the well, same reason that you're going to be recording it. Um, if I'm going to play it, I might as well stream it just in case it makes it on a list. And uh, well, of course, of course. And I was going to say the same thing right before you did. <laughs> so uh, uh, best of luck to you, sir. We'll see. Uh, we'll see who makes it through to the end first. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I guarantee um, it's probably not going to be me, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I put I played this thing today on my G2. And, uh, you know, I, I've told you recently that the performance with my G2 and my 3080 has gotten better and better and better. And it's crashed less and less and less. So today I, I, uh, I got brave and I went all the way with it, brought it all the way back to up to 100% in uh, Steam VR, which is like 3,000 and something by 3,000 and something. I mean, it's some crazy high number. Uh, when you have G2 plugged up and uh, perfect, man, not even a stutter, beautiful uh, visuals and uh, beautiful, great performance. No issues whatsoever. It was great. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I did the same thing because the last time I or every time I played it on the Quest 2 today, I played it on the Rift S and I cranked the super sampling up to like 2.0 or whatever it was. And um, I just it just ran perfect and it looked so good. Right. So crisp and and. Uh, just really impressed with this game you know so much so that i like i you know geeked out a little bit i i brought ven really close to me and i was just like having him do all sorts of moves with his sword and just checking out how cool he looks right and he's just I, the the visuals in this game are no joke it just uh it just looks so good it just blows me away every time i get close to the character and i look at the detail um it's just they did such a good job and uh and I and I agree with Virtual Strangers. I think it's phenomenal, and uh, it's amazing. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, just a quick reminder to everyone: this launched for Oculus Rift first, but uh, as of last week or maybe the week before, this game launched on Steam as well as Viport Infinity. So again, much like Crunch Element, uh, if you have Viport Infinity, you can play this for free, and you should now this is one of the best releases of 2020 and i'm quite sure we're going to be talking about this one again during the 2021 show yeah absolutely yeah and it's going to be coming to quest soon right yeah q2 on quest and our, our friend lucas uh from monologic games actually sent me a uh a screenshot of the quest version coming along quite nicely yeah it's awesome i'll tell you what this is going to be one of the best games on quest when it comes out it's going to be the only platformer that i know of of this nature um and uh it's just going to be really good so yeah it's one of the best games in vr it really is uh you know as i stand halfway through it right now it's really really good um so again highly recommend it uh, those of you on quest and playstation vr hang in there i'm really going to be interested to see what the uh psvr crowd says about it because obviously uh console gamers are more privy to this type of game and uh 
you know, they have the gold standard there. They have Astrobot to compare it against. So I want to see if they're going to be homers, if they're going to like give Astrobot kind of like an unfair advantage just because uh, it's the PlayStation game, or if they're going to, are they going to be uh, uh, legitimately uh, objective about it and give this game the props that it deserves? Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, the one thing that it has for it is there's not a, a slew of games coming out for PlayStation VR right now. And one thing that you can definitely say about the uh, the playstation vr crowd is they are definitely supportive of almost every game that comes out for the platform and it doesn't matter if it comes out for playstation vr usually unless it's a turd um they're going to be singing a praise about it because uh they don't have as much to play and i think they appreciate games a lot more than than most pc vr people do um, yeah and how how uh what what a good position monologics in too by the way because here they stand uh, having completed their PCVR launch, and from all indications, it was quite a successful launch. But now, what they have to look forward to are the two by far most populous VR platforms in the world with Oculus Quest and PlayStation VR. They've got roughly eight million more headsets to sell to uh, altogether. So that's uh. It's got to be exciting for them, dude. They're, they're going to make some money. Yeah, especially on Quest, man, because there's, again, there's nothing like it really on there. And um, there's a lot of kids, Wes. And, you know, every kid loves platformers, right? I mean, this might be a bit much for them, but uh, um, skill-wise. But then again, um, I watch kids own me in Population 1, so they'll probably be jumping circles around me. So Probably so, probably so. But uh, anyway... This one, definitely uh, stay tuned. Again, uh, you'll find links in the description below, not only for my uh, gameplay channel, Lethal Weasel VR, but for Roots' Twitch channel, which uh, he's very active on. He plays a lot of Population 1 on there, a lot of other stuff as well. But uh, we're both going to be diving into this one start to finish uh, very soon, maybe even as soon as tonight. So uh, be sure that you're... Um, subscribe to both of those channels as well if uh if you like watching vr gameplay yeah absolutely for sure i can't wait to the day roots where we can actually record 360 3d video footage and stream that uh, uh, but you gotta you gotta think that that's just around the corner right yeah i would imagine um you know it's definitely going to be amazing and uh it would be cool to be able to watch the gameplay in vr and I, they've got stuff that's um, similar to it. I can't remember what the name of that program was, but it was a while back, but you could actually go into the games and you could move around and you could check them out from, but it took a lot. It was, it was weird to, to film it because I looked into it, but I know uh, Mike from uh, Virtual Reality Oasis did it and some other uh, you know channels that did some of those videos. I can't remember what the name of the, the program was now, but... You're talking about Live, L-I-V? Well, I don't know if it was Live. I know Live does a lot of... Um, the, where you can do uh like you can be mixed reality but it, maybe it was live right. i i just know that there was different games that it was specific very specific games you could record but you could actually record it and then you could go into vr and you could actually move around the environment and check it out from different angles so if that's live then um yeah can you imagine what uh game trailers are going to be like in five years when we can actually put the headset on and view the trailer from inside the 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 world 
Yeah, because I, the thing is, is that's one of the things you can't do right now, especially you you watch the video and, and we always say it doesn't do it justice because it doesn't. You're still looking at a flat screen, doesn't have 3D depth. Uh, but if you could be in there and actually see the gameplay from the perspective that the devs want you to see it from, that's game over as far as, uh, you know, getting people into that game. Um, so, yeah. And I mean, we call them VR trailers, but what they are essentially is the evolution of the old non-playable demo, right? You remember you used to get these discs in the uh, EGM magazine, you take it home, you pop it into your PlayStation and some of the demos you could play, but then there were other demos that were just, you know, cinema sequences and stuff like that. I feel like our, our VR trailers are basically just the evolution of that old non-playable demo. Yeah, well, that'll be cool. Hopefully it's sooner than five years, but yeah, I think technology is moving so fast that uh, it may be next year, who knows? Uh, speaking of which, I guess it's worth mentioning now, uh, since I think it's going to be over by the time we come back on the air, uh, the uh, Steam Game Festival is happening right now. Today's the first day of it. It's going to go on for a few days. Uh, you know, a ton of games on there that are being uh, streamed uh, and a buttload of free demos on there right now. Uh, even I think there's something like 20 to 30 VR games on there that you can demo right now. Uh, but it only happens for a few days so uh be sure you're going in there and checking that out uh while you can absolutely what is going on with these rockets bro this is getting crazy i don't know if i've seen this much of this footage but uh i'm not not looking forward to getting to this part west yeah it looks simple don't it yeah it looks like it's gonna be a cakewalk for me um <laughs> it's cool though man he's got swords and he's i i just love the i just think this is one of the the best um platformers i've ever ever played so and i can't wait to... i think what you're looking at here is really what sets it apart if it turns out to be better than astrobots i think it's because of these parts like this that are going to make it uh put it over the top because the um you as the player are not always in a passive position uh there are boss fights and such where uh you know, the, the third person character just kind of, you still have to protect the character, but you are the one who's physically fighting the bosses, which is really cool. It's a way that um, this type of game has never quite utilized VR uh, the way or as much as uh, VR has. Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely very difficult to, um, to be doing both at the same time. So. Anyway, uh, that's going to move us on to our topic for the week. And I just thought uh, that it would be nice to kind of let everybody know what's going on here with the long-awaited launch of the Oculus Quest App Lab. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Oculus Quest App Lab is the brand new unofficial, it's the official unofficial app store for the oculus quest so in the past we had all of these great games games like crisis brigade games like to the top games like touring carts that for whatever reason uh couldn't quite cut the mustard to be uh uh launched on the oculus quest official store and um i mean it was quite it was a source of quite a bit of animosity at the in the early days of the Oculus Quest, 
because there was a complete lack of transparency between the people at Oculus and the developers as to why their games were even being rejected. It wasn't one of these cases like Sony will kick your game back to you and say X, Y, and Z is wrong, and then you can correct it, resubmit it, and then be published. It was just like, nope, your game doesn't fit our uh, criteria. Game over, no recourse. Uh, until now, uh, Oculus throwing these devs a bone and giving them a way now that they can uh, launch their apps onto Oculus Quest without, and here's the important part, without developer mode, without sideloading. So even the most, um, you know, uh, basic layman who, who has no computer skills can still get in here and, and, uh, and access these games, both free and, uh, and paid apps you can access through App Lab. And uh, again, it's almost as easy as using the Oculus Quest Store. I'll tell you one thing it does do that um, the Oculus, the old way was, um, was not doing is it's allowing people that don't have a computer to do it. And it's allowing people that are sketched like not everybody wants to put a developer mode and side load and do all this extra stuff. And it's giving you warnings. And, um, and, and some people, they really, they say, Oh my God, it's, it just told me I can't do this. And they nope out immediately. And so what you were doing is you were cutting off a good portion of the community from even trying it. Um, and then there's those people that don't have a computer. They got this headset because they don't have a computer. They <laughs> they're console people, right? Um, so yeah, it's 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 open an avenue to um, to not only these people to play the games, but also to the developers to get said games into these people's hands in a safe way that makes people feel comfortable, that is easy enough to do. And uh, I think it's a really good idea. I, I think so too. And uh, you know, it's interesting when I heard about this. I mean, when I heard about App Lab uh, this week, you know, obviously we knew that there was some kind of a solution coming for developers and consumers. Uh, we didn't know any of the details about it. But as it launched this week and I heard about App Lab, I kind of had this vision in my mind uh, where you kind of put your headset on or go onto your mobile phone and there you'll find this kind of separate store uh, with unofficial apps. Uh, but I was surprised to find out today, Roots, that that's not the case at all. Uh, there is no central place where you can go and just scroll through all of the app lab apps it doesn't exist hmm. so how did i guess you that's kind of confusing so how do they how do you find all the stuff there's two ways one if you already know what you're looking for then you just go to the oculus quest store you search for it and by the way you have to spell it right to the letter uh, you search for it and it'll come up in your search results with a little thing beside of it saying this is an app lab app hmm. and then when you click on it uh, it'll give you a little warning saying, warning, this is not an official Oculus Quest title. Uh, it has not been tested for quality, uh, so on and so forth. And you click on it, and then it brings you to a page that looks just like an Oculus Quest store page. See, I, don't, I mean, that's cool, but why would you not want a database of here's everything on App Lab? Because maybe you heard, haven't heard of baby hands, bro. You know what I mean? How do you find Baby Hands if you don't know what Baby Hands is or Crisis VR Brigade 2 or whatever it is? Not everybody, I mean, granted, they should be watching Virtual Strangers, finding out about these titles. 
Um, but not everybody knows what's out there. So hopefully they'll have some kind of a list. Um, but this isn't the first like company or um, I guess a, a store that's done this. Like PlayStation's hidden their games. And like sometimes I, I look at the way, it's like you go into a, a, a grocery store parking lot and you look at how the exits go and you're like, why would you not build, build it this way? There's one exit out of here and it's a it's cluster. Um, this is kind of the same thing. It's like you you would imagine it would be a lot easier and better just to have it all in one place, a list of everything so I can scroll down and choose. Um, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully they'll do that. So. Well, there 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 is uh, it isn't just completely left up to random chance like that. There they have addressed it uh, in kind of a half measure. Um, what they're doing. Uh, to uh, allow these apps to get some kind of uh, shine put on them, uh, to have a place where people can find them, uh, they're officially partnering with SideQuest. So there's an alliance now between Oculus and SideQuest uh, where uh, SideQuest is going to have a, uh, or, or does now, in fact, have a page on their uh, app and on their website that's just for App Lab apps. And you can go on there, click on the uh, the uh, the app, and if it's something that you look like you want to buy, you can click the link, and it'll kick you into the uh, Oculus Store to finish the transaction. Well, what if you don't? What if you got your Quest today, and you don't have access to developer mode anymore? And well, you you don't you don't need the sideload. You don't need to have developer mode on. This is just something that you go to the SideQuest app on your computer or your smartphone or even inside the headset with the Oculus browser. Mm. It's just like going to a website and oh. browsing through it. Okay. Well, hey, that sounds that that's uh, that sounds good, I guess, right? But um, let me. It would ask be good. It would be good, but it wasn't perfect because what I found uh, today, obviously, we had a list of all of the App Lab apps that uh, launched with the service. And uh, I only found about two thirds of them on SideQuest. Uh, Baby Hands, not on there. Uh, there was another app called Zoe that's not on there. So for whatever reason, all of these apps aren't using SideQuest. So I don't, I don't know what that would be, but hmm. uh, it's not perfect, but uh, you'll find most of them, at least today, uh, you'll be able to link to them through the uh, SideQuest website okay well i'll tell you what um that's very disturbing about baby hands i got i baby chicken waffle bro um <laughs> I, I i this is a, a weird game to me and um i i'm gonna have to try it at some point now you were talking about ancient dungeon did you end up picking that up i did but i didn't have time to try it out yet okay uh it looks like uh, dark angel uh gave us a five dollar super chat we really appreciate it and uh yeah it's the night owl crew absolutely um, so I, this baby hands, I know we're not going to talk about the games, but man, um, this is definitely, I, I want to, I want to try it. I want to have baby hands, Wes. Is that weird? Uh, that is kind of weird, but you <laughs> know what? Weird's not always a bad thing. You know, uh, we're constantly in search of, uh, unique experiences in VR. And I got to think that this one must be pretty unique. It looks unique, man. So I don't know, man. I, I, it, it sounds good. I think the App Lab is coming at the right time. Now, we were kind of discussing a little bit, um, and I don't know if, if you found out any more about it, but 
uh, virtual desktop, how that's going to work with um, with all the uh, the wireless streaming and everything. If that's made any different or with this or as far as because um, now you're not sideloading and, and having to do all that crap, right? Well, that remains to be seen. Uh, what exactly is going to uh, to happen with that? Because you would think that uh, that there wouldn't be any issue now with the uh, the side quest version of virtual desktop being accessible through App Lab. But it might be a, 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 some weirdness uh, around the uh, the fact that it's already on the Oculus Quest Store as well. So I mean, like, would Oculus disallow it just based on the fact that there could be confusion there, or uh, or, or maybe would uh, Gigodin have to uh, change the name of the side quest patch, you know, and call it something else? kind of a companion app to the official virtual desktop. I don't know, but this is something I probably should uh probably should just ask, right? Yeah, I guess. And that's one of the good things about Guy is he's very um open as far as uh answering questions if you contact him or he has in the past. So if he's able to I, I sent out I sent out a few questions today to a couple of different people uh regarding this app lab. I sent out some questions to uh to the top developers and uh, I sent out some questions to the SideQuest people that I haven't got responses to yet. But when I do, I'll be sure to share them with everyone. It kind of makes me wonder if, you know, because remember you said there was like the uproar, which we remember, like everything was all crazy. You know, people were kind of pissed. Some of the developers, some of them were more vo vocal about it. Others kind of bit their tongue. Um, you know, were any of the them privy to this saying, hey, chill out? you know, wait six months, we're going to be opening this new thing, you'll have your day, um, you know, and I still kind of wonder why, like, certain games, like Crisis VR Brigade, which is totally fine to be on their, um, their Oculus store, right, uh, or I assume it's on the Oculus store, but it's not good enough to be on the actual Quest 2 store, but it can be on the side quest store, or whatever this store is, uh, it, it, it still does, it creates more questions than answers for me, in a lot of ways um but uh, i think it's cool that they're doing something official and i think the biggest thing to take away from it is people that don't have a computer people that are afraid to get into doing weird stuff with side loading now will feel like they have an option to to play these games in a safe manner and uh that's that's important for the devs right because they were losing money because some people just won't do it they're just too afraid to do it so yeah this is a big deal for the uh independent uh, VR community because they were really uh, when they were looking at their future prospects in this new, you know, uh, standalone VR world, uh, they were basically going to be relegated to PC VR. Now, obviously, PC VR growing at a pretty good rate, but it's not on the level of uh, of standalone, and it's not going to be. Uh, so, for this to happen now, and for independent VR developers to be able to uh, develop games for Oculus Quest and uh, and be able to uh, market them to consumers without requiring someone to go through this whole side-loading rigmarole. This is a big deal for developers, even more than consumers, even more than Oculus as a platform holder. This is the biggest deal for independent VR developers. And, uh, you know, again, uh, 
regardless of what Oculus's motivation may be, whether it's good or bad, the end result is is good for devs. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you, Roots. Uh, obviously, SideQuest even coming out better in the long run because of this, because of their alliance with Facebook and with Oculus. Uh, do you think that this deal with SideQuest happens if uh, Facebook's not under uh, inquiry by the federal government? I don't know. That's a good question. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, right? They've got to they got to be doing some things a little differently, and um, and maybe they're. Uh, you know, and you were even saying this, um, especially with this new, the way they're doing this, um, Facebook kind of needs the devs, the shoes on the other foot, right? For completely flipped from when we were talking about last time where it was like the devs were almost begging, hey, please, we need to, we want to get on your store. And they're like, no, it's not happening. And now they're going to come to these same games and say, oh, hey, do you want to get on our unofficial store? And, um, and and you asked me, you know, what, what I thought, and I was like, well, maybe some of them might say, stick it, you know, take it and fly and leap. And but like you said, that's a lot of money to leave on the table. And um, for some pride, I think most of them would be like, oh yeah, yeah, we do, we do want to get on your store. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, plays out because uh, Oculus did step on a bunch of these uh, toes when they when they disallowed these popular titles from coming to the oculus quest store but now the shoe's on the other foot oculus trying to launch a uh, a brand new platform here with app lab and they need these big name titles uh to come in to kind of draw awareness to it so that the platform can be successful so uh, it's going to be interesting to see if these developers that were previously shunned by oculus can swallow their pride in the name of profit uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, I think at the end of the day, they just wanted, wanted their game to be on the platform and be able to sell it. And uh, this is one way they're able to do it. And uh, so I think you're right in what your assessment that uh, I think most of them will end up taking it and running to the bank. And, um, you know, because the bottom line is they probably want to make another game and uh, they probably want to be in good standings with Oculus for that game and maybe get on the official store. So... Yeah, but my, while I was originally uh, wondering is because uh, would this would, would this deal with SideQuest have taken place had Facebook not been under federal inquiry? And the reason I ask this is because, as I mentioned before on the on the channel, uh, one of the things that the government is specifically accusing Facebook of is targeting smaller startups within the industry, copying their idea and then putting them out of business. So if, if Oculus launches an app lab, which basically does what SideQuest does and ends up putting SideQuest out of business, it pretty much confirms what they're being accused of. But now, since, uh, since they've been accused of this, it's kind of working out for, for SideQuest because instead of being trampled underfoot, uh, they're being included. Uh, they're, they're given a seat at the big table yeah i kind of wonder if the same thing won't happen to um virtual desktop at some point because i would imagine oculus would love to have an in-house solution that's their own um that isn't using a program that's just hey we just you're just connecting the internet right uh, maybe kind of um joining up with gee or something i don't know or stealing his idea and putting him out of business 
um which hopefully <laughs> you know that it seems like uh because of all the the weirdness on the shine on them i don't think that's a possibility at this moment so it's also a good situation for him to be in for the same reason right well that's kind of a different situation when you're talking about device functionality like that uh i mean they've already been pretty public about the uh fact that they've been working on airlink since the early days of quest one they just uh haven't gotten it to uh a point where they're comfortable with launching it yet but that's absolutely coming and i don't think they're going to hesitate to launch that when uh when the quality levels at their liking yeah well no, i wouldn't hesitate to use it either so a uh, big ten dollar donation from Diz the Game Cat. He says, "Here's a thousand pennies for your one thousand subs." Uh, congrats again, gentlemen. Well, we got uh, ten twenty five. Thank you. So uh, you're shortening us a quarter, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, we oh, really. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Thanks, Diz. It's very kind of. Yeah, you, we really appreciate it, and uh, that's cool. Uh, but anyway, uh, at the end of the day, I, I feel like App Lab is, uh, again, it's a good step, not only for consumers, but especially for developers. Uh, it's still not the best implementation of it. Uh, if you didn't already know about it, there's nothing to indicate to you inside the headset or on the Oculus app that this thing even exists. It's not even very obvious on uh, SideQuest you kind of have to know to look for it. So I'm hoping as we go forward, we'll see new applications evolve. We'll see a, a better implementation on SideQuest and inside the headset so that this becomes a legitimate second store for uh, indie, indie devs uh, on Oculus Quest. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it gives people more content, right? Maybe it might not be your cup of tea. I saw some games in some footage um of some really really basic looking like skiing game or something and i thought ah, i wouldn't play that but i'm not everybody you know and maybe it's free and it's that you know free changes everything for a lot of people especially when you're on a limited budget so and uh the quest people don't have viport infinity they don't have the luxury of all these games for one cheap price right not yet not yet. I was just say it's not coming though. We we might have uh, Oculus Infinity after they get this lawsuit out of the way, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. That, well, you know, it is very possible. You know, Facebook Infinity. Yeah. Well, they already have Horizon, so uh, I mean, it could all just be integrated into one big, beautiful, uh, you know, VR future where everything's just. Uh, uh, you know integrated into one platform speaking of horizon whatever happened to that it was in like beta and and then it just disappeared like i never heard anybody raving about it um i heard a lot of people not liking it i think the horizons problem is rec room you know like you can't put out something that's, that's you got to be you're gonna have to step it up bro rec room has been nailing it for years and uh um horizon was no rec room yeah, I think Rick Room's a big problem for them. I think Rick Room and VR Chat are both big problems for them. And I don't know what they're going to be able to do about it uh, short of uh, uh, of just kicking them off the platform, which I, I guess they can't really put the, uh, the genie back in the bottle at this point. But I don't know. Maybe there's something, uh, some new feature on Quest 3 or Quest 4 that uh rec room is able to take advantage of that would disallow them from uh 
from being published on the quest store maybe uh maybe something to do with this um eye tracking foveated rendering or verifocal maybe one of these new uh hardware features that are on the next gen headsets uh will maybe uh facebook will, will require support from uh from the developers and maybe they'll be able to uh approve and disapprove of apps based on that i don't know i know that that as it stands uh rec room's a problem for them and i don't i don't see them ever being able to uh beat those guys at their own game no well you know if they could do you know one thing at least for vr chat um and one of the things that people uh love about the vive is the tracker so if they could ever integrate some sort of tracking um even if it's just like a little node you put on your elbows or something you know, like if you could get full tracking and you're in there somehow, um, which would be a, a, a feat, uh, people love that. They love to be able to, to dance in there, lay down, make people, you know, people rave about it when somebody's got the trackers on like it's the next sliced bread. So, yeah, well, that's something they're doing on PC right now with uh, VR chat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess that's going to wrap us up and, and, uh, I guess we're going to call it an episode here. I want to thank everybody for showing up late, late at night as usual. And, uh, and all of you watching after the fact, uh, the rerun there, uh, big thanks to everyone who donated on our very first monetized live stream. Thank you very much. One and all. And, uh, if you're new to the channel and you'd like to support us, well, it's very easy to do. All you have to do is click some stuff and it's all right down there. There's a big red button that says subscribe. There's a bell right next to us. Those two buttons will allow you to keep up with all of our content here on the channel. Uh, maybe you would like the conversation to continue. Well, let me tell you, friends, the conversation never stops on our Discord. And if you scroll down to the description, you will find an invitation to join our community there. Uh, it's where we live. It's where we are 24 seven. And we invite you all to come and join in. Um, of course, for those of you who have been longtime subscribers and want to do a little something extra, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon, where for as little as $3 per month, you can gain access to our weekly show notes, as well as the always awesome money show. And again, guys, uh, those of you who are supporting us on Patreon, we do have an awesome money show that will be released probably within the next 12 hours, most certainly within the next 24. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And you know, it's funny, you know, I just found out today, you know, who else loves um, being a Patreon? My mom! And she was number one. She slipped in there. You guys didn't even know it. Wow, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Traveling Man 3775 says, merch, please. Yeah, that's probably next on the uh, to-do list uh, after uh, after we get the uh, all the bells and whistles up and running around here. We'll probably turn our attention to merch. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, well, he wants a shirt. He said he, he paid 20 bucks for a quality shirt, he said in the Discord. So uh, we're going to make yeah, it happen. No quality here. We're just going to have garbage. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make the Expensive cheapest. Expensive garbage. Yeah. Yeah, right. For sure. Anyway, uh, with that said, friends, we'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow or the next day. Bye-bye. Take it easy.